0: What's up, Vangas? Hello, Vangas. How is everybody fucking doing today? Yeah,
1: are you doing okay? Are you alright? It was a dram- it's been some dramatic traumatizing shit, shit going shit. on.
0: Dramatizing shit. There's some,
1: there's some, there's some, there's there's some real scary shit going on this week in the world of Formula One. Never a
0: fucking dull moment with these fucking people. Let me just tell you something. Let me tell Never you
1: something. Never a dull moment watching this problematic sports league that we
0: love so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so I guess off the right off the top, I think it was during FP3, a missile was launched or a drone hit an aramco oil facility nine miles from the track nine miles and according jenny said there were two uh, two separate attacks but one was nine miles from the track and you can see and you could see smoke from Jeddah from the track you could see the smoke yeah, in the background of all the purple cute
1: sexy little lights of Jeddah, there's a ball of flames billowing in the background of the facility of the oil company that is funding the entire Formula 1 organization this year.
0: Yeah, Aramco is the is is where is the oil sort of company. It's the you know, it's where it's this Saudi Arabia's oil company where they get all their wealth. And and what they like to do with all this oil wealth is they like to sort of launder their image by investing in different things. So or and putting their their stuff on more legitimate things, whether it's F one or tech investments. I think they invested pretty heavily in Uber. <laughs> Great, <laughs> that was legendary. And so like it's like so, you know they have sovereign wealth funds. So they're trying to diversify they're trying to they're trying to launder their image and Saudi Arabian we're not going to get too far into, you know, the Middle East right now, but uh, basically what happened was the Houthi rebels attacked this Aramco facility probably to spread awareness o- over what's happening in Yemen. Now what's happening in Yemen is basically There's something you have to. Basically, there's a lot. There have been a lot of political movements in the Middle East. Um, Whether you know Arab nationalism, there was you know the the Arab Spring. There there you know originally. In in there were the monarchists, right? And I'm butchering this, but you know, you know, in the early 1900s, there were these sort of monarchies that were put in place by England. That were then sort of handed off to the United States, by what do I mean by a monarch? I mean like the Shah in Iran, right? The Shah was our guy. We had mm-hmm. you know monarchs that we put in place, and they were overthrown. You know you had the Arab you had uh, Nasser in Egypt. Um, you had you had these different movements. Then there were these things called you know Arab nationalism, wh- which was more of a socialist sort of movement. And then you had more uh religious backed things, like in in Iran, which was um first we first there was a democracy in Iran, right? Tell me if mm-hmm. I'm going on for too long. There no, was a guy named Mossadegh I'm, I'm, le- I'm learning a guy, something. So basically in Iran there was a guy named Mossadegh who the, the United States and the UK uh, the United States and the UK had this guy, uh the Shah that we had that was kind of working for us. And this guy named Mossadegh was like, hey, I have this crazy idea. What if we had a democracy and the oil that these white people were taking, just taking out of the ground, belonged to us? What if we nationalized the oil? Right? What, what if we did that? And that was a very, believe it or not, in Saudi, in uh, Iran, that was a very popular platform. <laughs> so they elected crazy. this guy, Mossadegh. And then what did the United States do? What did the United States and UK do? We took him out. We staged a coup, and we put the Shah back in. The Shah got taken out uh, quickly by this by the Ayatollah, and that's who's in charge now. uh, You know, sort of a a theocracy or you know religious backed um, leadership. So that's another form of leadership in Iran. And then there's the monarchy that's that's in Saudi. They still have a monarchy. Um, So they are still monarchies that exist. Um, and so what's happening in Yemen is sort of interestingly is this is a sort of a power is a sort of sphere of influence, not completely unlike what's happening in Ukraine right now, which is, you got to cut some of this, I guess, but, <laughs> No, let's, you
1: know what it's learn something today, people,
0: but basically, basically, you know, in the same way, NATO is trying to, you know, In the same way, uh, Ukraine Ukraine has been trying to limp away from uh, the east, away from Russia, and towards democracy, towards NATO. And uh, Russia is trying to pull it back. That's what's happening in Yemen. Yemen is trying. The Houthis are arguing. The Houthis uh, are arguing for democracy, for because there was a guy Saleh. A president named um, Ali Abdullah Saleh, who they assassinated because they didn't believe he was. Well, Yemen was north and south, and they unified it. And Saleh was this, quote-unquote, democratically elected leader, the Houthis. But Saleh was a plant of the Saudis. The the Saudis put Saleh in there because he was their guy, and he was assassinated. Then they they put this guy Hadi in. This guy Hadi ran for election. He won 99.8% of the vote. Okay. seems seems seems, seems suspicious. totally fair <laughs> seems, <suspicious. laughs> seems
1: totally accurate just and like the
0: houthis <laughs> the houthis freaked out and uh there was an uprising um around i think it was in a, in the in the in the late in the early 2010s around the same time the arab spring happened so these things are often linked arab nationalists arab spring uh and uh and the Houthis rebelled, and the Saudis – so the Hadi left, and okay. he's been living in exile okay. uh, in Saudi Arabia mostly because he's their guy. And because the Houthis want <laughs> to determine the, the course of their own country, they've been fighting. And basically uh, the Saudi Arabians have been, A, dropping a shitload of bombs on Yemen – Mm -hmm. And blockading Yemen. So there's a huge uh, civil rights, uh, a huge human rights um, issue there because they can't get supplies, can't get food, can't get anything into Yemen right now. And not to not to not to shit on Saudi too much. I mean, the, the bombs that they're dropping on Yemen are coming from the United States. The targets that they get come from the United States. So. But the Saudi Arabians are dropping the bombs, and they're they're blockading Yemen so that no aid can get in, and there's a huge humanitarian crisis going on there that nobody really talks about. Anyway, that sets the stage for what's going on now, which is the Houthi rebels who want democracy, who want this guy Hadi, who wanted this guy Hadi out, and the Saudi versus the Saudi Arabians, who are actually on the side of the United States, who want (laughs) Hadi in want their guy in that's what this is all about and they attacked this facility and um, and
1: they saw and they said there's a Formula One race going on in Saudi Arabia and Aramco is big big sponsor of Formula One this year yep so this was if don't get if, if I'm not wrong tell me but this is probably a specifically timed attack yes on this it's a symbolic attack.
0: Yes. Nobody it's a, was killed. Str-
1: Nobody was killed. It was just a strategic, symbolic attack that is was, was strategically done and placed in order to raise you know awareness of the, the situation that's going on and put a, a spotlight and a highlight on the practices of, of Saudi Arabia and, and and thus
0: Aramco. Everybody's talking about Ukraine The F-1's coming out with their no war shirts Mm -hmm. as they race in a country that is, A, dropping U.S. bombs (laughs) on Yemen and blockading them so they can't get aid in there. And I don't know. For some reason, I don't know why, but people like to talk about Ukraine a lot more than they like talking about Yemen. I will leave it at that. But um, what's going on in Yemen is not... Dissimilar. They're I mean, the Saudis are not sending troops into Yemen. They are sending mercenaries. They are sending. They are paying people to go in there. So there are boots mm-hmm. on the ground, um, and uh, yeah. So, and the Houthis were initially backed by Iran. So there is a argument that there is Iran is on the other side. But anyway,
1: um, so okay, I feel like we got we we got the sense of it. <laughs> if I
0: went on too long, I'm sorry. Uh, History
1: lesson for is Often, but you know, no, it's good. But what's fuck? This exemplifies just what is so, what is so insane about Formula One, which that is they could they, all they of,
0: could do, that they can um, condemn Ukraine out of one side of their mouth, on the other side of their mouth, say that they're going racing in Saudi Arabia.
1: Yes. Uh huh. And and just. Th- There's just something about this whole thing. I mean, it's been a controversial decision to be racing in Saudi Arabia to begin with. Not only, like, for reasons like this, for reasons of the the, the state of how many people uh, live there, whether whether it's, you know, women, people who are LGBTQ. Like, there's the, the... problematic places with which Formula One will take the money of the companies that are doing questionable things you know business and things not dissimilar not well, dissimilar money from is taking, speech
0: money is speech Brian and we're gonna get well, to that later but money is speech right but it's and, not dissimilar and, and they, it's not dissimilar they give from, most speech
1: it's not dissimilar from, not dissimilar from the Mazapin in bed with a Russian oligarch yep there's just the culture of this world is so insane and the fact that like there was a a a drone attack there was an explosion during fp3 you could see the fireball in the background and then there was this this question whether of the safety of 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 whether this race should even happen
0: they had a meeting
1: they had a meeting and And
0: it didn't go well it, it, well the there talent, was sort of this yeah
1: the the talent said we don't want to race
0: yeah they they started talking about what would happen if we didn't race
1: right and you know like the lewis the, you know the lewis is the world are like let's forget the no let's get the fuck out of here
0: <laughs> and vettel's like uh, i still have covid <laughs> and um
1: and and the driver said and the driver said we we don't want
0: to race and the BBC, according to the BBC, there was basically like, hey, like you cannot race, but I don't know how easy it will be for you to leave if you don't race. Right. That was according now, to the BBC.
1: Yes. Now so, that could
0: be interpreted a lot of different ways. Right. The cynical the, the the most negative way is Hey, you know, accidents happen. If you don't leave, I don't know, maybe your passports will go missing. I can't secure the we don't know how how secure these planes are going to be that are going to take off. I don't know. Things could happen on that tarmac, and you you know you might there might be some delays. You know, weather well, delays. Would, well, it, <laughs> would
1: a, it would have been it would have been a wildly embarrassing uh, you know event to happen if if the, this Grand Prix was canceled for the Saudis. So the, yes, for the Saudis. So the Saudis have a best a very vested interest in this race occurring because if it doesn't occur, that's a national spotlight on what's going on there and the practices of this company that is un- that is one of the main sponsors of Formula 1. So there was a vibe of we're not going to let you leave. Like you well, know
0: we that's might- that's one interpretation. The another interpretation is just the, the more <laughs> the more generous interpretation is like just logistically they can't just pack up and leave 2 days early. There're hundreds right. of people. There's like they would have been stuck there for a couple of days anyway. Right. So they might as well race, but but <laughs> I choose to believe that they were like, "Hey, I if you if you don't if you don't race, we can't guarantee your safety." Right, and um, that's what I think. And I'll be interested to see what happens, like the second they touch down on on like their home soil, what they're actually mm-hmm. going to say.
1: Right. And it'll be interesting to see, like, if this what happens in the years to come with this, because also well, they have there's a vibe. multi-year
0: contract.
1: I know, but there's there's a, also a vibe with this track.
0: It's so dangerous, this track. It's so
1: fucking dangerous. It's like, it's like not only are we in Saudi Arabia, not only is there an explosion at the Aramco facility miles from the track, also. During fucking qualifying, people are slamming into the walls and fucking, like, maybe getting... It was like, some scary... And, it, and
0: there weren't, like, big mistakes. There were, like, tiny little, like, oopsie, and then bam. And then like, bam,
1: into a concrete wall. Like, this track is... Like, everything it, about this I, track... I
0: will I will say something, though. It is, it is a cool track.
1: It's a cool track. <laughs> it
0: is lit.
1: It's a cool you, track. Because
0: with the walls, you can see exactly how fast they're going. Without the yeah, walls, you don't get as much yeah. of a reference point and it looks but i will say that other racing series that They've the mo- bad, the walls Bad move, crashes the, there the, no the wall and, the, and no but i'm saying you can't have a you can have a street circuit you can't have a fast street circuit with walls that that can give a little more mhm so you still have the same like feeling of like they're racing down like a like a like a corridor that's tight and right. have very little margin for error. But when they crash, they crash into something that gives, that moves, that right, almost right, like right. peels away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it's nowhere near as dangerous. But um Yeah. I mean <laughs> And not to get ahead of ourselves here. No, we can talk about this right now. They wanted to get out of there so quick. They they, they couldn't wait to get out of there. And Latifi was keeping them in that war zone for as long as possible.
1: <laughs> I mean, I got
0: up at I, you know ten o'clock. I'm like, I got shit to do. Let's get this one hour qualifying, and then Latifi crashes. I'm like, I'm I'm on this couch for another hour and a half because I am. Mean, they're stuck in a fucking war zone, <laughs> in a combat zone. He crashes, I mean, and then he does it again in the race. Uh,
1: uh,
0: Crazy. I saw that I saw that Williams car in the wall uh today and I said that has to be Albon. It can I couldn't I my brain couldn't comprehend it happening a second time. Again. I couldn't Yeah, I just couldn't comprehend. I mean the thing is is like if I am a reckless, I mean you shouldn't crash that much and still be allowed to drive. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> you I mean okay.
1: Here's the thing with Latifi. If I do okay? enough
0: reckless shit, there's points on my license. The government takes my license away.
1: Here's the thing with Latifi, okay? Because we came down a little bit. We came down not. We we were no. Ideal we came but-
0: down. We came down not hard enough. Honestly, exactly. We came down <laughs> got-
1: appropriately around what happened in Saudi Arabia. Now yes. listen, if you're someone who is sending Nicholas Latifi death threats because he got in the way of Lewis Hamilton's thing, then you're a fucking piece of shit, you're an asshole, you take it too far, you yeah. you spoil it
0: for the rest of us. <laughs> you spoil it for the rest of us who you just say it he's You spoil it a for the rest
1: of us fucking... by bringing a gun, by bringing a gun to a tongue fight, okay? This is a <laughs> yeah. tongue fight and we're talking about the fact that Nicholas Latifi, <laughs> who is the son of a
0: billionaire,
1: <laughs> Lavazza Coffee, maybe is not Qualified to be in Formula One.
0: I think it might be Softna Foods, but whatever. I think his It's Softna
1: Foods, but, no, but Sofna Foods underneath that is the Lavazakov. Oh, they're oh, under the umbrella. Fuck. That's just one of their arms. That's just a single tentacle. And Nicholas Latifi crashing and qualifying, crashing during the race. It's like. We, we, you were right. Last episode, you were like, he's so fucking pissed that Nikita Mazepin is out of Formula One. Because last year, <laughs> everyone was looking at Nikita Mazepin yep. being like, this, really, this fucking guy? But the reality is, Nikita Mazepin is like, a, I mean, a 10-foot clown wearing big fucking boots. But Nicholas TV's not far off from that.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he's about a seven-foot clown.
1: And he's a sweet guy. He's not, a, he's not an asshole. He's not a piece of shit a la Mazepin. But he's not fucking. He
0: shouldn't be. No, no no, fucking- no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back here.
1: You think he is an
0: asshole? <laughs> at, some, how, at some point, it's like, you, have you no decency, sir? Right. Like, have you no sense of shame? <laughs> like, like if my da- d- dad paid for all this shit and I was <laughs> like holding everybody up, <laughs> if I was, ho- he's like private pile. In Full Metal Jacket, everybody's <laughs> suffering because of him. Everybody's, and when are they going to take their bars of soap, put them in the fucking socks, and fucking beat this guy, and get him out? And then he's got like, and then he goes crazy. You know, Private Pile went crazy from his shame of everybody hating him. But Nicholas Latifi like, first of all, he in the race today. He just fucking he he had a fucking incident with air. He just fucking, <laughs> he wasn't even going fast. He's like, yeah, well, I don't even know what happened. I'm like, I yeah, know what happened. You suck. Well, here's You a, fucking here's suck.
1: When we watch Formula One normally, like, you know, we're American fans. We watch it in our fucking house. We watch it alone in the privacy. It, it's like it, the lights might as well be all off and we're underneath our covers saying, leave Britney alone when i she <laughs> to talk shit about Formula One. Now I'm watching it at bars. I'm watching yeah. a bar close to my house with other Formula One fans. And there's something so cathartic about being at it. Because it's like, I've been like, okay, like the Nicholas Latifi thing. Like, you know, you know, should we, people have been like, don't criticize him. Don't criticize him. He's me, i criticize him. And it's like, yeah, don't send him fucking death threats. Listen, I was at this bar. And it was fucking... He crashed into the wall, and then he says, like, I don't even know what happened. And the entire bar erupted in laughter. (laughs) And there was something so cathartic about being among people who were like, yeah, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Again, again, this guy's crashing. Again.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I just watched the most recent episode of Elizabeth Holmes. Spoiler alert. So good. And there's this guy... (laughs) <laughs> the, the guy the guy Tyler Schultz? Yep. Who's the son who's yep. the grandson of the guy who runs the company? Mhm.
1: Or it was like and, the main funder, main funder, yeah.
0: yeah. George Schultz. He's the and there's a true story. Yeah. This guy took a look around, realized this is fucked and he got the fuck out. <laughs> you know, he got the fuck out. He blew the whistle on the whole operation. He went to war with his whole family. I mean, that's a rich guy. That is a rich kid that was like, that got his own head out of his own rich ass and looked around and was like, this ain't right. This ain't right. And I'm waiting for Latifi to be like, Cause he had shame. He was ashamed. He was looking around and he, he loved Elizabeth. He idolized her, but he was like, This is wrong. He idolized his grandfather. He was like, This is wrong. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi, this is wrong. <laughs> fucking fucking save the whales or something, dude, with your money. <laughs> because this is fucked up. Right. You're ruining it for you're ruining it, but you're also making it delicious. <laughs> but when Checo did like when Checo pit and then he crashed I was like that is I mean this he's taking he, out Checo is, at his knees this fucking F1 journeyman Checo. fucking poor Checo he, he fucking puts it on pole which he never does he's done everything right good start he's he he pits right when he should and then you fucking crash <laughs>
1: and just like that's it. Checo's race is basically done. Like just
0: And then Char and then Carlos Sainz gets a cheap pit stop and then beat and then bitches because Checo runs them all. <laughs> I'm like he shouldn't even he should be so far ahead of you, dude. He should be so far ahead of you. And Carlos Sainz is like, this isn't fair. I'm like, it's not fair that you guys are even next to each other. <laughs> Carlos fucking signs. he's so fucking lucky, that guy. Anyway. Why is, but, he, lucky? Uh, Why is he lucky? He just, he well, just, he, because no, he, he just like
1: actually has good luck. I think that, like, he's he Yo, know, like, Carlos
0: Sainz actually has good luck. Like, he,
1: like, never, I mean, ne- nothing ever goes wrong in a Carlos Sainz car. I mean, like, nothing he, it's, like, ever I goes wrong for him. I can't remember a time. Like I, I like all of last year. Like nothing ever nothing. went wrong for him.
0: No, I think he shouldn't have beaten Perez that that this week. Totally, totally. He should have come in like third or fourth. Totally, I think he did come in third. He should have come in he, fourth. He should have he should come, have come in fourth. fourth. He should have come in fourth, and he should have been behind Perez.
1: What should have happened was that Perez should have won. Leclerc should have been second, and uh, Verstappen should have been third.
0: But that's well, not why the do you think Max shouldn't have won? Why do you think? Mac, I don't think Max got an advantage from the Latifi crash, did he?
1: Yes, he did. He, did he was now in advantage? second, chasing Charles.
0: Right, but 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 why couldn't the same battle have happened
1: for th- for second for second? Yeah, maybe that would have happened. Maybe. In
0: fact, in fact, I would argue that Perez could have helped with that. Perez could have slowed him up a little bit.
1: Right. That's true. That's true. That would have been more fun to see. That would have been. That would have been. Yeah, that would have been fun to see. I mean, oh, this race was. This race was all over the map. I mean, it was like it was it was it was a crazy race just going in, being like this. All the insanity that's happening before. I mean, we haven't even talked about how Lewis Hamilton didn't even get out of Q three. Right. I mean, there was so much crazy
0: shit. You, you I mean, Q one, yeah, Q one, Q one,
1: Q one, Q one, Q one. Sorry, uh, uh, the the fucking die. The, the the eight ball has been shook. Yes. The eight ball has been shook. Yes. I mean, Lewis Hamilton starting the race in in sixteenth. I mean, it was technically yes. 50th because Yuki was Yuki was out before the race even started. But not getting out of Q three. What 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 world is this? And I think what happened and, and, and here's my here's my little Hamilton here's my little Hamilton stand in me. Here's what for all the people that are like, what happened with Hamilton? Because there's been people that have been asked me, what, what 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 happened with Hamilton though? I think he <laughs> many and Many people George ask on, me,
0: many people ask me, Brian, what happened is, with Hamilton? And
1: this is my this is my Hamilton apologist. This is the Hamilton apologist take, is that he and George were on different setups, and he had the worst setup. And that was evidenced by the fact that George was beating him on the straights by point nine of a second. So on the straights, George had him beat on Brian on
0: won't pace. do ever do math unless it's to defend something that somebody that he likes. Yeah, that's right. Then he's got the fucking ruler and the protractor and the T8, <laughs> t t eighty nine t eighty
1: nine. Is it t eighty nine? What was that? What was yeah, that yeah. T, fucking ti i t i eighty nine? Wasn't it t i
0: eighty nine? What was that T-I89? fucking calculator? Yeah, that was that's like- the calculator. Yeah, TI-89. that i
1: would, that i would write the answers to my tests in um, I cheated on every single test i ever took in high school and you know what if you if and it, and if that's your attitude on life one day you could have a moderately successful formula 1 podcast so uh, keep your head up kids keep your goddamn head up kids um yeah i mean so that's the hamilton apologist to me and uh, but that that was fucking that was
0: that was fuck crazy yeah, he was beating him on the straights. And, he was beating um, him on the straights. I think you know. I think I think I'm cursed.
1: Yeah, let's talk about let's I, talk about all the shit you've talked and how it's cool. how it's come back to bite you in the. I,
0: I've talked a lot of shit about Perez gets fucking Paul. <laughs> loses the race to no fault of his own. Um, <laughs> no, no, you know why he lost? Because I was like, oh, maybe he is good. Eh, Perez is good. Way to go, Perez! And then he fucking yeah, yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, Kneecapped. Yeah. I we talk a lot of shit about Ferrari. They're doing very well this year. We said George Russell's going to get thumped. He fucking thumped Lewis. I mean, it's just like <laughs> everything I say turns out to be wrong. It's like, it's like I'm an idiot, Brian, or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're a stupid American who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. But you know what? I'll let you do a 10-minute... 15-minute uh, uh, discussion and dissertation on the geopolitics of
0: Saudi Arabia and in Yemen um, in front of every podcast to show just how smart you are. Um, I don't think it was that good. I mean, I don't really know anything about Yemen. I just know, like, I have general knowledge of the Middle East. And, right. Um, what, and Yemen is just, like, criminally underreported. So I was just kind of... Well,
1: you well, you did good work in reporting it toward for the beginning of this episode. That's what you would turn to the... Watch out. Who needs CNN when you have the Red Flags podcast? Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, Stroll. How, Stroll had a monster quality. I mean, I was talking shit about Stroll. And then he out-fucking... He fucking, he fucking knocked Lewis out of fucking <laughs> Q1. In the same...
1: With the fucking same engine. I mean, everything's everything's upside down, backwards, turned around, except for that Max Verstappen is... You know, you know what's even... Max Verstappen is racing respectfully. That's how crazy the season is. Yeah. Um. So the race. No. What are we, I mean, what are your big takeaways from this race? I mean, did, did, did this prove anything to you? Because last time we were talking about, last time we were talking about that you, that wh- who's, who's got the better car right now?
0: Well, first of all, and the question was, hold again. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What What were you going to say? Well, first of all, I want to say that the first race I watched on the F1 TV app uh-huh. And I got uh, Julian Palmer and some other guy because uh-huh. that's their default one. And I was, like, miserable. I was really unhappy. <laughs> yeah. And then I figured out if you switch it, you get, if you, you can actually switch it to international and then you get Crofty. Yeah. And it was like – and it was Crofty. and I don't know where Brundle was. It was Crofty and Button. Mm-hmm. Jensen Button. And it was – I was yeah. like, oh crofty yeah, just yeah. made it and i was like coffee's so a Crofty's a fucking king He's so i, I just i just couldn't handle joey and palmer and this other guy <laughs> i just was like so depressed and then i discovered you could oh it just it just it was such a relief so guys if you're watching on f1 tv and you want crofty and brundle i hope again yeah you just switch you just hit the center button and you can switch it uh when you're on there so uh so we were
1: talking last time about who's got the better car right now, and that seems to be like right now it's it's the it's the battle between the the Red Bulls and the Ferraris. And last time we were having a little back and forth about who's is it. it does Red Bull have the advantage or does Ferrari have the advantage? What do you think after today?
0: Well, I think that uh, we're learning just how important setup is, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just and just and just how track dependent these cars are going to be. And how many variables can go into what makes a car better or worse. So, like, I think last track, Ferrari had the advantage. Right. With their car and or setup. Yep. You know, what's innate to the car or what they did to the car on that week, it's hard to tell. But I think this Mm -hmm. week, um, I think Red Bull obviously had the advantage. Because Ferrari had more downforce and they were – and Leclerc was picking up a lot of time on like i guess the 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 turns the, like mm-hmm. the, in that first sector and then he was losing a lot of time on the straights because they went for and Leclerc was talking about they went for more downforce in their setup so i think they right. went for like a bigger wing mm-hmm. which is going to give them an advantage on the on the but that turned out to be not advantageous overall i right. mean it's the same thing with like look i mean look 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 at uh, russell and hamilton I mean, they right. had those slightly different setups, and it was like night and day what was yeah. going on between them. So, I mean, I think it's race-dependent, uh, which car is an advantage, and setup-dependent, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I think that, that, that it just kind of goes to show that, like, I don't think that there's a c- clear—we don't know.
0: It might be a toss-up, depending on the track. Right. I mean, that's certain right. tracks might be Red Bull, certain tracks might be Ferrari. I think this track was definitely Red Bull because Perez put it on pole. <laughs> right but uh <laughs> no no offense, but um yeah,
1: but then yeah but but Max was was behind science. let's not forget that in, in quality right,
0: I think these tires are weird I think I think that there's something going on with the like sometimes these tires are they're having trouble warming these tires up, right so like Max I think was having trouble with grip and Perez wasn't for whatever reason, so. Right. There's just a lot of variables, a lot of things that they're not used to that they have to get accustomed to dealing with.
1: Yeah, and I think what's what's what this race confirmed, which is what I still th- is, which is what I was saying week one. But the, what what we're gonna see this year is just Leclerc Verstappen battle after Leclerc and Verstappen battle. This was just another. It was just today. Verstappen had the edge for Ver- today. Verstappen had. I think he had the better setup. He had the better. He today he had the better car. I st- yep. I still think, and and he showed some patience today.
0: Well, he 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 was impatient, and then he was like, it was probably yeah, yeah, like right. He, yes, was yes, 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 yes. he was impatient. He was impatient. He was impatient. and Then he was like, fine, I'll do it the way they said, <laughs> and he waited. <laughs> he didn't pass him right away, right? And, and he let he let Charles go, and then he got him with the DRS on the straight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Max Verstappen showing
1: patience restraint restraint is something that I' don't think I've ever seen it's uh, I think it's,
0: it's like it's like when the robots become self-aware it's scary it's like oh no if he becomes right. if he discovers patience we're all fucked <laughs>
1: <laughs> truly truly what is it what is it
0: called the singularity i think it's called yeah. the singularity when when ai <laughs> becomes like self aware and it's like i'm sorry dave i can't do that uh, Formula- 2001 style <laughs> yeah i was like holy shit he didn't go for the gap he let charles through after you, Charles, I was like, right. "Oh, no. He's oh fucked. my god!" Oh my god! <laughs> it's like watching a—it's po- like watching a polar bear, the most deadly animal in the world, like use a fucking computer, and you're like, "We're fucked." <laughs> they can use computers <laughs> now.
1: Shit. Oh my god! This, this <laughs> polar
0: bear—this polar bear is operating an AR-15. Fuck! <laughs> 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 it's not just brute strength.
1: <laughs> yeah it's like it's like yeah it's like with big and it's like a big animal it's like when you yeah. see like a bear yeah they're like they're actually more scared of you but it's like <laughs> it's like they shouldn't be yeah and if a bear could just like realize that like we're actually of no threat
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it would just be over over for yeah. you hoes it's and if max over. verstappen knows how to show some goddamn restraint, restraint. it might be over for all these hoes yes Yes. It might be over for all these hoes. Yes, but I, here's what I think will happen. Here's because it, it's like right now it's all respect. Right now it's fist bumps, and after after the race, Charles hands is shakes. loving it.
0: Charles is love. Charles is Charles is PRing for his fucking life. He's like congratulating <laughs> Max on the radio. He was right. like saying how much fun he had. He's like that's directed at Max, like hey, like, we can both make it through this live. <laughs> you know? It's such yeah. a fucking, like... Hey, like, he's trying to be so nice to Max because he doesn't want to get put into a wall at 50 Gs. Yeah. but and He doesn't you know what? want this to get ugly.
1: But you know what? If it's continuing... If, if, if every weekend is like this, and if every race is like this, and it's, and it's them going back and forth, I don't, you know... Max, that's not a part of his, like, he can hit the three. It's like, it's like, it, can Max hit a, an occasional three-pointer? Like when Shaq shoots in the, in the Oh, oh my God. Shaq's been working on a jump shot. He can shoot three. <laughs> but it's like, is that in the repertoire? Is him being patient really going to be a thing when, like, when push comes to shove? Is Max Verstappen going to be patient when battling with Charles Leclerc in Abu Dhabi in December? Is that going to happen? Or are we gonna see the Max Verstappen that we know and both love and hate? Who's gonna fucking put his car wherever the fuck he wants, whether there's another car there or not?
0: Well, the, the beauty of that is we're gonna find out. But um, we're gonna fucking find. Out. I'm excited.
1: Gonna- it's I, it's it's gonna be great.
0: I'm it's it's fucking. Well, thrilling. what's interesting about these regs is like I feel like you don't have to be as desperate with your moves because you can you. Last year, it felt like now or never. He's got to make it stick here, or Lewis is going to get away. Right, he's going right, to be in right, the right. dirty air, and it's just, it's just like there was a, there was less overtakes, but every overtake was like so desperate. Fewer overtakes, right right, right, right. But like now, it's like I could get him here, or I can get him later. You know, right. And it's almost kind of weird. It's you know that maybe they, 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 they like maybe for next time they should like iron out some of these kinks. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's if it's a great thing to, to, to be in. A, there's an advantage to like slowing down, letting someone right, pass, right, turning on the right. DRS, and then passing you. Like, totally. That seems a little gimmicky to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it should just be like who's just driving faster and taking better lines and all that shit. But, I mean, it is fun. So, But I think now that Max is maybe thinking like I can get him here, I can get him later, and there's not a as much of an hour never that that maybe he will be more patient right right, right. or he might just revert to what makes him feel most comfortable which is (laughs) making everybody else uncomfortable (laughs) um exactly so that was sick i mean their racing was sick i mean i I said brian what'd you think of the race earlier and he was like it was fine (laughs) i guess it was okay (laughs) i mean like what are you talking about that i mean there wasn't a lot of It wasn't like a Baku level insane race. But it but it was good. Yeah, it was good good considering especially
1: especially good at the end. It was especially good at the
0: end. Oh, when it went to the last lap (laughs) (laughs) What more do you want, you fucking greedy little fuck?
1: Listen, it's my fucking birthday. I could ask I can want a better raise. That was my wish. That's right. My wish is that <laughs> I <laughs> got a better right. raise today. my birthday i I'm guys, allowed to complete. Guys, guys, it is Brian's birthday. It's my birthday. birthday. I could cry if I want to. Cry if I <laughs> want to. Cry if I want to. You
0: would cry too if Latifi crashed into you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what a piece and of shit. And you know what?
1: And you know what you can do for my birthday? You can fucking Buy a flag at Flags for Good, okay? All right, yeah, this podcast is sponsored by Flags for Fucking Good, okay? Flags for Good is a flag company that actually stands for something, okay? Stands for something. We're watching people that maybe don't stand for anything. The Formula One powers that be the fucking Ram, you know we're watching we're watching the culture of Formula One. What do they stand for? They don't know necessarily stand for anything. But you know what? You could, you pieces of shit, and the you know <laughs> way the way you can show that you stand for something, you could buy a fucking flag. Okay, flags are good. Donate a portion of every sale to causes that move humanity Hell in the yeah. right direction. They moved humanity in the right direction. Okay, Michael, the owner, he's a good guy. We've zoomed with him. He's gonna make flags. Of our fucking red flags, fucking thing, which we got a we got a fucking killer little new logo that you all you all gonna be so fucking wet and horny for and fucking rock hard for when we show it to you. Michael, the owner, <laughs> is a literal flag expert has and has redesigned all the bad U.S. state flags. So if you're like, I live in Pennsylvania, and my when I mean, you look at the flag, you're like, that's fucking lame. I would never put that anywhere. Go to fucking flagsforgood.com and see the Pennsylvania state flag because it's fucking lit. It's fucking fire. It's fucking it's. It's fucking bold. It's got cool designs. And, um, yeah. So you And can use a promo flags, code. Use our promo. So, okay. So, you go to... This is, what, this is what you fucking do, you fucking little pieces of shit, okay? You're going to go to flagsforgood.com and you're going to get 10% off your first purchase by using the code REDFLAGS, all one word. That's flagsforgood.com. Use the promo code REDFLAGS, all one word, for 10% off your first purchase. You can follow them on... You can follow Flags for Good on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all at the handle at Flags for Good. Do something with your goddamn day and buy a flag at Flags for Good. Support this podcast that you love so much.
0: Hell Boom. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the next most exciting thing mm-hmm. after the the fact that they raced in a war zone and the Charles Leclerc <laughs> Verstappen battle it's gotta be the Ocon Alonzo shit. Yeah, that was fucking that fun was to That was sexy. That was sexy. I was honestly more invested in Alonzo beating Ocon than anything else that was happening. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was, I was like, that hey. was the
1: point that I was screaming the most in this <laughs> public place was that <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, Alonzo, I was like, Ocon can't beat him. <laughs> you know Alonzo wanted P5 more than Max Verstappen wanted P1. <laughs> like he wanted that shit so bad. Yeah, he was fucking coming for him. He was coming for that skinny big-eared <laughs> fuck. <laughs> he was coming for him. He didn't give a fuck. And and then and then they asked, they asked uh Otmar. They asked Otmar. Over his head, Otmar, I'm gonna call him. Um, he always looks like just flustered and like, oh god. Like he just doesn't look the part of a team. Pro- he doesn't have the fucking. He's yeah. a fucking nerd. He doesn't have. Yeah, the... I mean,
1: when you look at Toto and then you look at him, you're like, these are <laughs> here's the thing. horses. You, these are you, two different horses.
0: You need yeah. brains to run an F1 team, but you also need balls. <laughs> you need guts is what right you need. right and i think he's got brain but he's just they asked him on the radio like hey have you asked him to do anything and he's like not yet
1: <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> i haven't told him anything yet
0: <laughs> uh, because i think i don't think they respect him enough to listen to him right you know i don't think uh i don't think alonzo's gonna be like oh you you want me to stop attacking okay otmar <laughs> cool Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna fall on deaf ears So he's just It's just kinda like shrugging <laughs> But uh, Yeah when and, and when he beat Ocon I was so fucking happy And then Ocon went for it And then, then Alonzo was kinda edging him out Be like No 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 no, this is a one-way street. I pass you. You do not pass me, my friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so... Tell him, he's like, I defend like a lion.
0: I defend. This is how you. This is how you were supposed to defend. I'm gonna before. teach you a
1: lesson right now, which is how to
0: defend like a lion. A li- yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: I mean, it, it was it was also so pleasurable to watch because how Drive to Survive like tried to frame the Okon and Alonso friendship as one of like you know like Oh, God, like he's passing the baton. No, he's passing the baton. No. He's he's you know he's he's really catering to this young driver, and it was like all of a sudden Ocon looks at his rear view, and it's a fucking pink Alonso coming for his ass, and I was like, "Get him, Alonso!
0: Get him!" They're Come like, on, "Hey, Alonso, Alonso that's him! your teammate." And he's like, w- "What do you mean? What do you mean yes, teammate?" What, he doesn't I, understand what that means. Yeah, he's just a car in front of him that he's trying to fucking.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's teammate is. He knows what a teammate is, which is an enemy.
0: An enemy. It's a guy in the same car that you're, like, directly compared against.
1: <laughs> it's the dick measuring contest that he never wants to lose.
0: Right. And, it's and, it's the dick, and it's the dick of your of your current girlfriend's ex boyfriend.
1: No current boyfriend.
0: Right. <laughs> you're trying to prove that your dick is bigger than your. <laughs> Wait, is this a polyamorous thing? <laughs>
1: No, it's your ex girlfriend's current boyfriend. Oh, yeah, no, right. no, no, no. You're Polly. You're Polly. You're in a throuple.
0: You're in a throuple. Exactly. This is
1: this is what being this is what it is. This is what being on an F one team is like, and this is what being <laughs> this is what being a teammate on an F one team is like. It's like you're in a throuple. Yeah. And the car is the woman. Yes. And you both get your turns. Pleasuring and pleasing and pushing the woman to her pleasurable limits. And right. it's your job to pull out that extra bit of dick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, 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 say, you're, no, and you're working with the I same was equipment. I was the better I was the the, lover. I was the better man, Because, because Brian person. Brian
1: I was the better one.
0: Brian, and it's got to be the same woman because, Brian, if I'm like, I made my girlfriend come three times and you're like, well, I made my girlfriend come five times. It's like we have no idea. We have no idea. We, we, we got to be – working with the and, same and, equipment.
1: Exactly. And it's like Well, it's my like, girlfriends
0: on SSRIs and yours is not. So, you know what I mean? It's there's no comparison.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like okay, well we there's we all know it's like not good, you know? It's like what works on one doesn't necessarily work on another. <laughs> long-term relationship and then all of a sudden you're like okay I'm out there I'm I'm having sex with new people and then you're trying the same old tricks that were like tried and true I do this series of events and I get to the promised land then all of a sudden you're with someone new and they're like wait what are you doing
0: when I when I when I when I I had a high school girlfriend that I eventually when I when I got to college I was like I am a sex god (laughs) because i could i figured out this girl after you know nine months it took me probably (laughs) i figured it out and then i tried that shit on the next person and they were like what the fuck are you doing
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah just don't it don't work the same tricks don't work you got to learn the new equipment so fernando alonso (laughs) and Esteban Ocon. Are in a throuple. <laughs> this is a this- very
0: concise way of saying <laughs>
1: that Esteban Ocon and 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 Fernando Alonso are in a throuple with this bodacious pink babe, and they gotta make the they gotta make her do what they want. And Fernando Alonso's like, no 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 no, Ho- slow up slow up young blood slow up yeah. young blood, I'm not gonna teach you my tricks. Yeah, I'm still in this I'm still in this shit. And I'm and, and I, my my goal is to get out of this throuple. My goal is for you to get out, and I'm gonna be the top. Dog. I think the meta before fell apart. (laughs) I was just going for a fucking TikTok. Okay. (laughs) The other crazy thing that happened that that was just was bizarre, almost in the same way haunting to see was all these DNFs that were all happening within like three seconds of each other.
0: Well, and then they blocked the pit lane, so like you couldn't couldn't, couldn't escape.
1: the first one that went down it was Alonso. So Alonso <laughs> maybe he was maybe he was he was riding the car a little too hard. Something happened. Alonso all of a sudden he's I mean his you're not you're out. not
0: you're not a young you're not a young buck anymore, Alonso. That's you, right. you can't fuck too hard. You might hurt yourself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Alonso lost the wood um and um, <laughs> he's slowing down on track. He's slowing down on track. And then within like 10 seconds, Ricardo's slowing down on track. Botas is going into the pits. And he's going for a pit stop for his second pit stop of the race. People are like, why the fuck is he doing that? All of a sudden you see them, they're taking his car, putting it into the fucking garage. Packing what it the up? fuck yep. is going on? And it was just like one boom, 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 boom. And this was like This is it, final it,
0: destination with the the same it's the same thing that happened with uh with the Red Bull last last week. It's just his right. cars just crap out right. at the end of the race. They, they, there's some reliability problems. Uh huh. And they just I guess there's some hump that these cars can't get over. Right, they're delicate.
1: Yeah, and there's and, it's interesting because there's a lot of like I was I was you know doing a little bit of research on like what's going on with the engines and what maybe happened with Red Bull last time and they thought it, they said it was like a fuel they couldn't get the fuel into the engine. There was a there was a there was a problem with like getting the fuel. They had the fuel, but it just wasn't it wasn't making its way to the places that it needed to, to turn into combustion to actually move the car, go, get the car going. And there's parts that they get that are official F like F1 parts. And it might be the fact like how these engines work with the official, these officials, they're still working out the kinks of these engines because the engine's just crapping out. We've seen like seven or eight, because the same thing, Yuki before the race, there was an engine problem. there yeah. was like, we've had like And they like, just gave eight, him a new engine. There were like eight DNFs in the, in the first two races, all engine related. Yeah, these aren't crashes. They're just like the engines fucking crapping out. Reliability related. At least there's something going on with these engines. What was what was also what what happened there was that because Lewis, there was a chance because because watching this race was also it was a little bit of like a Lewis from the bag, from the bag, from the Bay. from the bag, from the bag, from the bag, from the bag, from the bag. We're like we were watching Lewis kind of like do his Lewis thing and slowly make his way up the track. He started on the hard tires and then after the say it with me, Latifi crash, mm-hmm. he gained those positions because he didn't need to come in for a pit. And then when this safety car happened, when the virtual safety car happened, it was actually like, a, it would have been a perfect time for Lewis to come in, get those fresh tires, and he was in like fifth. When this happened, he was
0: right behind and George. He was going to be right behind George. He
1: was going to be right before, right behind George. And I was like, "Let's go. Let's have Lewis take it to George. So yes. that you know, so it could be good for business because George finishing ahead of Lewis is say it with us. Bad for business. Bad for business. It's bad for business because we like to talk a little bit of shit about George Russell. So him finishing ahead of Lewis is bad for business. And um, but because Ricardo was fucking stuck in the pit lane, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't move it forward. I can't move it forward. <laughs> You know, I would have well, totally done better than Lando if it hadn't cropped out.
0: <laughs> yeah. totally Someone done who done better than Lando. There's a,
1: a new person. I have a new roommate, and she's Australian. And I said, I was like, I was like, my name's Daniel Ricardo, and she was like, that's actually pretty good. I was like,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, awesome. Daniel that's Ricardo- awesome because I was in a I was in a pitch meeting with an Australian person. I was like, I love Daniel Ricardo, and she was like, who? Hey. I was like,
1: awesome. <laughs> "You were like, God damn it! Maybe this sport isn't as popular as we think it is." Still um, waiting to hear
0: back from that. Uh, they, they're still waiting to circle back to me. Uh, on their <laughs> well, answer. everyone, keep your fingers crossed.
1: For <laughs> that, for that. Hold your breath. Um, Hold your so, breath. But yeah, so Lewis, but then you know, Lewis actually got screwed by that, and and his strategy, he had to wait all those. He would have come in during that time and maybe been able to make up a few more places, but because he had to wait all those laps during that, he had to clear, like, fucking four cars off the track. It was Um, great
0: when he passed, when they were, like, box, box, and he passed, he was like, fuck. Yeah. It was like, we need gas, and we're like, I just passed. God damn it. We just passed it. We just passed the exit. There's no other, there's no exit. There's no exit for another 20 miles. (laughs) (laughs) Moggy My mom's name. Marguerite. Uh, you gotta pee. I just. I we just let. God damn it, Marguerite. Um, the other. I mean, Lewis. Apparently, Lewis when he was uh, on the little truck, mm-hmm. he 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 was greeting all like the people in Alpine and Haas, and he was like, "What's up, my fellow midfielders?" <laughs> like he was <laughs> really. Just, yeah, he was joking oh, I love about that. being a midfielder, which he was basically the Steve Buscemi meme. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like with the skateboard. With the skateboard. <laughs> Yo, fellow kids. What's up? <laughs> that, was, that was Lewis
1: Hamilton. Like, That's good.
0: That's that was, real good.
1: Yeah. So he's got he, – Lewis does have that attitude, but I, I, I also saw a little clip. Someone, you know, like you watch the F1 TV and you just watch Lewis's cam. And after the race, like he gets out and he, he just – you see him walking away like so despondent, and then he like sits, he, he leans on the wall and just like sinks to
0: his knees, head in his hands. We have an actor friend that uh, I wrote, I wrote like I wrote a 120 page screenplay, and he's like, I have, I have a real serious note.
1: And I'm like, oh God, he's gonna
0: tell me he doesn't like the character, he doesn't like the tone. Like, there's gonna be some page one rewrites coming my way. He goes, You have a scene where someone leans against the wall and slides down? No human being does that. That is a crazy. When someone <laughs> leans against a wall and slides down, that is a cinema thing. That is a movie thing. That that happens in movies, but not in real life. It is a major problem. I'm like, oh, I could just take that out. Five, but it's like, Lewis <laughs> is a kind of person that would do that. Because <laughs> Lewis, Lewis would, <laughs> is not a real person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is a fucking entity. Like
0: I would tell, I would tell our friend. Well, Lewis Hamilton does. They'd be like, exactly. Um, <laughs> my
1: point, fucking prove it. And if you, but, and if you, it, but if you like that that type of thing, you like the sliding down the road, the, the the wall. You can actually watch my girlfriend's Netflix special because she has a joke about it. Um, you can check it out. It's called The Twist. She's gorgeous on Netflix. Do that little fucking plug. That's right. Because I, I fucking plug my girl. I fucking plug my girl. Shit. Okay. <laughs> oh fucking case okay. So we're because, gonna do the-
0: because Brian because, because yeah. behind every strong woman. Is a just kidding? Just kidding. Yeah. She doesn't need a man to be. That's fucking, true. Fucking behind doing her behind,
1: thing. behind every comedian with a Netflix special, there is a boyfriend who has a
0: middling um, <laughs> Formula One podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but when, he okay, finished, so, when he finished when he finished P ten, they said uh, P ten, Lewis P ten. He goes, "What's even the point? <laughs> <laughs> Other yeah, people get like, P ten, and they're like, "We got a point! Holy shit!
1: Yeah, literally a fucking uh uh George Russell last year was crying in Spa because he got a P9. Yeah. P9. P9. P9, he's crying. Um So, we're going to do let's do let, we're going to do Daddy the day, we're going to do the hottest one of the day. We can also we 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 we, we went into it, we can do for the day. For the bay for the bit, for the bay for the bay For the bay For the bay for the bay. for the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do but, from the back award. Okay, but before we get there, we have a question for our for for you fucks who listen to us, okay? <laughs> There's and remember it is Brian's birthday. It okay, is Brian's yeah, w- birthday. I think it's important to introduce ourselves. My name's Brian. I'm Matt. And we're the Red Flags. Yeah, that's 55 <laughs> minutes into this podcast <laughs> that we actually finally introduce ourselves. We have a bingo. We have a bingo that 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 crackpot John. That crackpot John, she made a bingo that you can listen along to these episodes and um and and uh, and, and fill out your little bingo. Fill out your little bingo for it. Um We will put the link on that on our Twitter and on the Instagram. But we have a question for you, okay? So I posted a little poll on the Instagram, which is a question about this, you know, Matt, at, the, at, at some point we'd like to start making money from this podcast, okay? And one of the main ways that people can make money from a podcast, especially when you have a passionate and niche fan base, is that you can start something called a Patreon, patreon.com. And that's where creators can have a direct line to their fucking fans. <laughs> this and, is an
0: ad for Patreon all of a sudden. But
1: here's the thing, okay? We wanna we maybe wanna start doing that, but are will you fuckers Will you fuckers subscribe to it? Will you do that? And and questions. What would you want if you if you are someone that would want to want that to happen? What kind of stuff would you want? Would you want like you know uh, how many more ep- 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 episodes would you want? The disc. What kind of stuff would you would want to Discord? You fucking horny? Would you want
0: to do a live you know a live show on a Zoom with us? Would you want right. us to rub your feet? I mean, what would you pay for?
1: What would you that, pay for? What would so you that we can, pay for so that we can start paying our 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 amazing producer jenny superb so we can start yeah it's not really fucking, for us we're we're t-
0: fucking we're fucking this is a we're loaded so uh <laughs> i
1: yeah, mean well, we could have
0: been at the oscars today but we fucking decided to not go and do this podcast instead because we're right. passionate
1: yeah i have five roommates i have five roommates because i'm loaded um <laughs> that's why i have five roommates so what kind of stuff would you want to see and and, and if you have suggestions uh, Email us at trfpod at gmail.com.
0: Or just say you'd subscribe. So we have it in writing. Yeah. We have it in writing, and that's binding. <laughs> it's legally binding.
1: That's legally binding. And while you're so, there, you can fucking give us five fucking stars on Apple on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, if you haven't already, and write a review on Apple Podcasts, and send us to all your fucking favorite So you can, also,
0: us, you can email us at trfpod at gmail.com, whether you would subscribe and what you'd want for your money. And, mm-hmm. what, and like what what you want us dancing monkeys to do for it um or you could message us on Venmo. I mean, we have a Venmo.
1: Yeah, so we are we are technically we technically have, we're we're an LLC, we have a business, we actually have a Venmo. So also if you want to offer up suggestions, you can you can definitely reach us there. We would actually <laughs> probably be more likely to reach to read and kind of engage what you have to say, if you messaged us on Venmo, so it's that is at the Red
0: Flags Pod Ven- on in the business part. Now we're not people; we're a business. So if you go to we business, business. And, and you Venmo, if you message us on Venmo at the Red Flags Pod, because you know money <laughs> is free speech, money is speech in the United States of America. So we're just we're just doing what the Supreme Court said.
1: Yeah, and if you want to be like a, a super pack for the red flags, then go ahead and reach us there.
0: Uh, but you know, we're just we're we're just looking for like, if we do a Patreon, what would it look like? What would you guys want? Would any of you want it? Or are we just it's... screaming into an abyss? <laughs> that sort of yeah. thing. Let us um, know. Let us know. you Feed want shout egos, outs? just we... tell us what you want. Tell us. Tell, really, tell us really, really what you
1: want. what the fuck you want. Okay, let's get into our fucking awards. So, let's do hottest moment of the day.
0: Hottest moment of the day probably has to be... uh, Well, I want to say two things. I want to say... Hottest moment of the day was definitely (laughs) when Max showed patience. Hmm... But I also yes. want to say I also I just want to do this really quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna get up the drivers' pictures. I started noticing that they all like there's a lot of great eyebrows in the sports. Mmm. Mm. And I just want to take a moment to appreciate all the great eyebrows. I don't know if we yeah. can do an eyebrow ranking right now. <laughs> but uh, an eyebrow,
1: right? Matt, we you want this podcast to be four hours long? You can no, eyebrow but just, raking five in. I was just, like, at, noticing at that, that, that there's so
0: many good eyebrows. Like, Charles, amazing eyebrows. Alonzo, fucking incredible eyebrows. Perez, incredible eyebrows. Lewis, Sines. incredible eye- eyebrows. George Russell, incredible eyebrows. Max Verstappen, solid eyebrows. I mean, they're different. They're, they're like God tier, and then they're like really good tiers. But like, <laughs> you have like a God tier of eyebrows. God tier. Charles Alonso Perez, Russell, unbelievable fucking eyebrows.
1: Maybe there's something about having good eyebrows and being a great racer. And you know, there that's...
0: is something about there is like, I mean, oh, we got to talk about. I mean, mixture. Hey, Matt, Matt, Matt doesn't... why don't
1: you why not you get close in? Why not you get close in? And we can see what our eyebrows look like.
0: Look at that. Okay.
1: You think I got? You
0: think I got a fucking? You got? I mean, Brian, you have you have some god tier eyebrows. I've got look some your... good eyebrows. You got some good eyebrows. But you also have like a a, a brow, like your brow is pronounced. Like yeah, I have a fucking just, caveman brow. got It's not <laughs> just it's not just the brows, it's the it's the forehead that is 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 um So I think that makes Brian's got a little bit racial. of a missing link thing going. <laughs> 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 it's, it's what makes him such a good actor. It's, he's got very expressive brows. But I also want to say one more other thing that we forgot. Yeah. Yes. Was that they brought <laughs> They brought Mick Schumacher out for the race. Mm-hmm. And they look at him. They're like, "Look at him. He's fine. He's great." And he did not look fine to me.
1: Oh, I didn't see that.
0: They interviewed him. He had like a glassy eyes like he was like, "Yeah, I'm good, man. I feel great." <laughs> he had him, they had him on I some mean- drugs. He they was had simply a,
1: knocked the fuck out, man. He was, like, was knocked no way the that, fuck
0: out. There was no, was no way. way
1: that he wasn't. He wasn't. Didn't have a concussion. They
0: have French. not brought up CTE. Hasn't made it to Europe yet. <laughs> they don't talk yeah. about CTE. But he had this like glaze over look. He's like, yeah, I feel good. I mean, I wish I had a race, but you know, it is what it is. Like he just did not. I mean, they brought look... him into the blue
1: tent. They brought him into the fucking blue tent. There was. There, it was. It wasn't only that the car was. The car was not there. It was like th- th- this guy. He was, was definitely not in the sunken there.
0: place a little bit, and it was it was Crofty that uh, one of the one of the commentators was savage. They showed a replay of the thing, and they had him. He brought his arms up. Yeah, like he put his hands up, like like oh my god, this is crazy. And he put his hands like up by his face, and they were. I think it was Crofty. Was like don't know why I let go of the steering wheel. <laughs> like that was stupid.
1: <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> Might have, or it might have been, I forgot who did it, but it was like, yeah, he was shaking up. Anyway.
1: He was shaking so up. What? That was a scary fucking crash. That was a yeah, scary was crash. was fucking
0: horrible. So what was your hottest moment of the
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. This cute, cute little non sequitur. Um, my hottest moment of the day was the uh, was Alonzo putting, uh, well, I guess maybe, yeah, whatever. My hottest moment of the day was Alonso putting O'Connor in his place. Yeah.
0: That was my and hottest then, moment of the day. My daddy of the day was Alonzo, like, stalking off. Mm-hmm. Hitting his helmet. Mm-hmm. Just f- fucking middle age frustration right there. Just um, what am I doing right. with my life?
1: Yeah. What the fuck? St- still having to deal with this shit.
0: Still having to deal with this
1: shit. My, that was my dad. My car is fucking pink. Um, my my daddy of the day was not necessarily of the day, but of the weekend was fucking Perez getting getting pull. Yep. I mean, he is the ultimate dad. He is like the most like derp 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 derp, derp dad of of the F one grid. He's got the he's 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 a Formula One driver. He weighs 130 pounds, but he somehow still has a double chin. That's a dad. <laughs> and and sometimes when the dads put it in the right gear and they can get that pole position, you can see that glimpse of that of that little fuck boy that was, and that was what we saw a little bit of with per- with Perez getting his um. Getting that pole position and honestly getting fucked over in this race. He really should have won this race. I got to give it out to Sergio Perez. He's my daddy of the day.
0: My runner up for daddy of the day has to be there was a great shot of uh, Christian Horner watching in the foreground and um, Joss Verstappen watching in the background.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. And they were both
0: like watching the monitor very intently, and I was like, "That's like Max has two dads, <laughs> like waiting to see if their boy will make good." Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. We'll see if he can fucking make good this season. We we still don't know. Yeah. So for the, for what's what's our what's the official name of our from the bag from the bag from the bag from the bag from the bag? Who's the, who That's is that it.
0: artist? It's our little Earl. Ooh, the, the little bag. Earl from the bag from the bag from the bag from the bag from the bag. From the bag, from the bag, from the bag from the bag, from the bag from the bag. from the, bag, the, bag, the bag. Award. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give that award to
1: Lando Norris.
0: Who Where did he finish?
1: He finished P7, I think, in the fucking shit McLaren. He finished and, P7. Um, he finished P7, and he there was this actually this fucking <laughs> insane and amazing interview that he that he gave afterwards. So he's being interviewed with Ocon. Because they had their little battle at the end, and Okada got the best of, it, blah blah blah. And he's talking um, to someone from like F1 TV, and she asks him, like, you know, well, it's only up, you know, there's there's only up, up upside from here, huh? Like, you know, you did well today. There's there's only you know only more good to come. And and Lando Norris goes, no, not necessarily at all. No, no no there's there's probably bad to come. There's actually there's actually definitely bad to come. And, you know, I think we got lucky here, and we had the right setup, and our car is actually built for the high-speed corners, but we're going to really struggle in the low-speed corners, you know, the Monaco's. And she was like, well, what about Monza? Like, Monza, you'll probably do well again. He goes, no, there's actually low-speed corners at Monza. We'll (laughs) We'll probably really struggle at Monza as well. We probably won't do very well at Monza. And it was like, I fucking, it's like... I love. I. He's so weird. He's so fucking weird. He's so. He's so ticky. He's so Gen Z, to just be like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm actually like my. I. My whole. I'm actually life.
0: really sad right now. Yeah, I'm actually really sad right now. <laughs> right now.
1: With the like, with the emoji, with
0: the with the well up eyes. You know, there's a study that like, like the like the Gen Z Gen Zers are more miserable than ever. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I'm super happy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and we're both Gen Z. We're both Gen I Z. might be,
1: I might be born March twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one, which makes me thirty one years old. But guess what, babe? Guess what, booby booby? I'm Gen Z.
0: Honestly, we're Gen Z because we have more followers than most Gen Zers do on TikTok. <laughs> so that makes us honorary Gen Zers.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. And, who's your Who's uh, your Who's your award for for the bay? for the for the, babe? For the, babe, for the
0: babe. I was gonna give it to um. I was gonna give it to the Lewis. Yeah, from fighting his way uh, to P ten, but where was the, where did Lando start? Um, where did Lando qualify? I know that at one
1: point he was pretty he was pretty down there. I think he started eleventh, eleventh.
0: So he made he up started in eleven places. Yeah, Lewis made up five, but I mean Lando had some moves. Lando was mixing it up. So does that uh, does that just about do it?
1: That that just about does it. It's my it's my birthday, and I will end my podcast when I want to. And before listen, as a birthday present to me, why don't you follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter? Okay, you fucks, follow us at the Red Flags Pod on TikTok and Instagram. Follow us at the Red Flags F One on Twitter. Jenny is crushing it on the Twitter. We're fucking gaining. Pretty soon, our Twitter is going to pass our Instagram. So fucking get on them. We're your one-stop shop for all your F one 2022 needs. Our Twitter's we're the, on, our Twitter's catching our Instagram. Our Twitter's at like over it's like four fifty. We're okay. we're fucking we're fucking we're popping off it's on Twitter, baby. As
0: fuck, just step it up, guys. Follow us on step Twitter. Step it up,
1: guys. Give us the rate and review. Le- rate us on Apple fucking podcast. Rate us on fucking
0: Spotify. And let us also, know. Let us know if you'll pay us let us yeah, know, let if, us know if you'll us. pay us.
1: And it is my birthday, so if you want to Venmo me some money, you can also be free to do that. Um The last thing is that next episode, we're gonna be talking oh, to the this authors. Is huge. This is big. This is big. And I know that you're like, you're a lot of you fucking crapped out and stopped listening at this point, but you want to listen to our next episode, we're having the authors from Racing with Rich Energy, the book. Okay?
0: That's right. We're gonna we're be talking to people deets.
1: that that got into the deets of what the fuck was going on behind the rich energy scandal, which is like, there's all these TV shows about these fucking entrepreneurs entrepreneurs who are actually Protocol. fucking scam artists yeah. and you know the elizabeth holmes the fucking adam newmans the whoever the fucking uber head is and this guy she deserves <laughs> his own fucking television show and we're gonna hide behind all the dirty 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 slutty little deets about what the fuck happened all those years ago with rich energy and where are they now what the fuck are they doing so you're gonna want to stick around for i that.
0: want i want joaquin phoenix to play william's story and i want it i want it now totally totally <laughs> Um, okay, vankas. Goodbye, Vankas. Until next time, you slutty little vankas You always gotta have the last word. You always gotta have the last word. Deal with it. It's my birthday. <laughs>